Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I am a writer, I am a performer, and I produce a live show called Bedpost. Here at the Bedpost Podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond into my bedroom (laughs) to record a fun podcast with me about sex and sexuality. This week, we have a very special guest from my own burlesque trio, Hello. Jeff Shizzler. How are you? Oh, super good. <laughs> and this is our Pride episode. Yeah. Go Pride. Happy Go Pride. Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, that like sultry, tell me to the bedpost song that you played at the beginning, I love. I was listening to some podcasts um, before this yeah. and I did some like 1993 Janet choreo to, to, you know, to the song in my living room. Yes. It's so great. <laughs> That's by Steph Copeland. I oh, work cool. I work with her. She's a bartender at where I work. And she is the best. And she had so much fun recording that for me. And yeah. she's like, I got a glass of wine. Yeah. She's like, and I really got into yeah. it, you oh, know? Yeah. Totally. So did I. <laughs> you know what? When I edit it too, I listen to it. Like yeah. I don't skip over it. No. I'm like, yes, that yes. post. <laughs> you know what I should do though? I should put it on the stage show. I think that's like, a good idea. Yeah, like, you know, like, a, to intro the stage yeah. show or to intro me. Why well, I haven't done that yet, I, I can't know. tell you. No, there's time. There's... <laughs> We've only done, like, a year of the shows, and wow. I haven't even thought of that yet. Has it been a year? Over a year. Cool. I think March was the first one. Wow, okay. March or May. Yeah. And it's know. funny because, like, our... Our act has grown and evolved from yeah. its humble beginnings. Yeah, I don't even think we knew really no. what we if we were going to continue doing them or what no. or that we were a group. No, like I'm wearing like a tank top and underwear in the, and first, in the first one. one. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, then and then it evolved into you in like, like full, full drag, drag. Like just full time. drag. Yeah, like I have like this luscious brown wig and yeah, and I'm also wearing no pants, but uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so that hasn't changed. But um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, because you've had some different looks, too. Um, I absolutely loved your 60s look when we did Frug yeah, yeah, uh, from Sweet Charity. Yeah. That look was so soft and pretty. Yeah, I know. Because I think I've only seen you in, like, severe right. makeup, where it's, like, right. uh, like heavy eye, right. you know, bright lip, and, like, a yeah. harsh bob kind yes. of a hairstyle. Yes. That was my only, uh, that was the only... Wig look that I did, and yeah. it was the only like long wig that I had. So, and I remember t- asking Devin like, um, "So this is a little bit more '60s, so we have to go a bit softer." And mm-hmm. Devin's my boyfriend, for those of you who don't know, and he did he does amazing drag makeup. And yeah. we almost got into a we, actually we did get into a huge fight when he was <laughs> doing my makeup because I was like, "No, it has to be softer for si- and, the '60s." One? <laughs> yeah, for the '60s one. <laughs> Um, but I'm glad you liked it because... Oh man, it's so pretty. And you kind of did like, or he kind of did, yes. like a twiggy eyelash yeah. oh, yeah, where you actually draw on yeah. the lashes, like yeah. onto your lids and oh my yeah. God. And we debated with the wig, like, cause the wig was going to be like down. Mm-hmm. Um, but Devin was the one who said, you know, you should put it like off to the side to just let it, you know, kind of hang off, off your shoulder. Oh, and gorgeous. That's great. Because your other drag looks reminded me of like a Hedwig look. Mm-hmm. Cause you did Hedwig. I did. Yeah. yeah. Multiple yeah. times? No, just once. once. I did it with the, um, uh, our, a company called Art for Awareness in mm-hmm. Peterborough and it's a theater company that they do pieces of theater that have sort of a social justice, uh, angle to it. Oh, I so realize that. our show, the pro, some of the proceeds went to the actors and the artists involved mm-hmm. and the other proceeds went to... Uh, Peterborough's first um, community for trans youth that was opening oh. up. So oh, wow. Was, I know. I know. Peterborough. That's amazing. Um, which is yeah, Peterborough. not a very... Right. Well, it, it, I don't know. It is. It, I think it's about the size of Hamilton, maybe a little bit um, a little bit smaller, but 
Yes. Because where are you from? I'm from Coburg. Coburg, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Ontario's feel-good town. <laughs> What's Coburg like? I've never been. Uh, Coburg's cute, uh-huh. quaint. Yeah. Um, it, it's very, pic- the downtown area is very picturesque. Uh, mm-hmm. It has a nice beach. A lot of people know it for its beach. Mm. Um, so. What's the harbor? Like, what lake or what? It's Lake Ontario. Yeah. And, um, but there's like a, there's a... I don't ni- even know where it is. Yeah, there's a nice harbor. It's just, it's just uh, about an hour and a half east of Toronto. hmm Yeah. What was growing up like in Coburg? Well, Coburg, growing up in Coburg was great because, um, I got involved in the theater scene, in the community theater scene. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I, I, a lot of parents of, um gay youth will come to me and be like, I have a gay son, um, or a, you know, a daughter, um, how do I get them involved? You know, how do I make them feel, you like know, part included, of a community. part of the community? And I was always like, get them in the theater scene because nice. they can be creative. They can express themselves without any judgment. Are so. these like mothers that, of kids that are seeing your shows? Your yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I had a couple of moms come up and be like, you know, cause I came out at around, I came out in grade 11 in a Catholic high school. Yeah, and I went to Catholic high so school too. I, yeah, so I had a lot of these moms, some of them came up to me about maybe three or four, and they were like, I have a gay son, how do I do it in a small town? And yeah. Yeah, so. Because, I mean, living here in Toronto, it's... <laughs> it's easy, right? It's you easy. You have a street. You have a whole street and a community of people that will open open their arms to you, but in Coburg it's a little bit different. In a yeah. smaller town it's a little bit different. Yeah, like in my high school, I went to high school in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Dundas, which is kind of sounds similar to Coburg. It's like a picturesque little town. Right. Um, and next to it was is Hamilton. Right. And yeah, I remember there was one openly flaming gay kid. I, and I mentioned I went to Catholic high school as well. Right. Um, oh man, he got... He got some shit his way. Yeah. We had, like, a heavy Italian population, I feel like. All like, right. a lot of br- Italian bros okay. just, like, ready. Like, I was called dyke constantly. Really? Yeah. Constantly. Even though, and my boyfriend, um, who, he wasn't, I guess, he definitely wasn't Italian. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he's kind of punky and uh, a lovely human being. Right. So, of course, they're going right. to hate him. But right. they called him gay constantly. They called him fag constantly. Yeah. And he was probably getting more tail. Like, right. we were in a relationship through the entire high school. Right. Our time at high school. Right. So he was probably getting laid more than right. they were. Yeah, that's right. And I was a dyke and he was a fag. That's weird. Yeah. I think it was just their hate word. Yes. I like, think it's just their hate word, too. Yeah. It didn't, um, like, mean. Because, like, I... Like, my my brother... My old... My... The... My other brother, he sometimes uses sometimes uses it. Like he'll be like, "Oh, that's gay." That's or, gay. And I'm like, "No, that's gay. Don't say yeah. that." You know. So I think it's just their word. I think they don't. I don't know. Maybe was it at that time too? Because everybody said yeah, that's maybe. gay. I feel like when I was in high school. Yeah, and then in the years following, people were like, "Well, you just can't. You can't say that anymore." Yeah, you, you know? probably should. Probably shouldn't say that anymore. Get a new thing yeah, to say. Get a new thing to say. So yeah. <laughs> was it hard to come out? What was what? What was the process? My there? coming like, out story. Yes, well, I was—I was, I was really into. I was really. I loved Madonna. I still love Madonna. You and, do. You do. Um, and I remember. Um, I remember watching her documentary called Truth or Dare, which is a documentary about her on her Blonde Ambition tour. And a lot of her. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I feel like I've seen this played. Oh, yeah. at, at, like, parties we've been to oh, totally. lots, right? I've oh, yes. this, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you have. And, uh, <laughs> like, in the background, like a wallpaper. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I remember, um, watch, like, watching that a lot. But, like, I watched it, I, I think, at that time, I was watching it, and I justified to everyone that I was watching it, because, you know, I really liked Madonna, I liked her costumes, and, like, what she did with the stage show, but she had a group of dancers that were all gay, except for one, and very out and loud and proud. And there was a scene where they go to the um, New York Pride Parade and they're, you know, there's a lot of shots. And I think, I think I really identified with the, with that part of the documentary too, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it at that mm-hmm. time. But you just and liked watching it. I just it. liked watching it. And was interested or was curious. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I remember, um, you know, my mom, my, my parents kind of cornered me in, in the car Really? Um, it was, the car was like their like their like spot. Their talk spot. Their talk spot. Because <laughs> like put on the radio. Yeah, the doors were. Oh no, the radio was off. Like the doors were locked. I couldn't what? Escape. I couldn't escape. <laughs> you know. And I remember my mom being like, "So, um, 
what, like, what, what is it about Madonna that you like? Like, oh, that's funny. A 40 year old woman, I think she was 40 at the time, or maybe, yeah, 40 year old woman. Like, what is it about her? And I'm like, well, I don't know if I really like her. I like her, but I don't, I think I like her her backup dancers more. Oh, yeah? I like looking at it that more. Yeah. And she's like, well, well, why? And I'm like, well, they're gay, and I think I might be bisexual. Yeah, and I like, right. I don't, you know, because bisexual, for me, That's the bisexual was like the stepping stone, right? And I would always tell friends, you know, and I, and I, and I got kind of like dramatic about it. Like I wrote my friends a letter. And I read on, like, the, like, the, I read to them on, like, the, you know, the school field, and I'm like, guys, I'm bi. And I'm like, but, if it ever came down to it, I would totally be with a girl. And, and my friends were great, and they were like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Whatever you say, Whatever Jeff. Whatever you say, you know? And I had some friends who were like, I don't know. Because paint the picture, like, so you're in theater, yes. you... Right. Dated girls? Uh, I had a couple of girlfriends A couple girlfriends, yeah. yeah, okay. But, um, but... Yeah, and then... Did you have any gay friends, or...? Um, well, actually, my best friend growing up, since I've known, since I was, like, five years old, mm-hmm. is also gay. Mm-hmm. And... Was he out at that time? No, he wasn't. But we, like, we knew, but it was never said. Mm-hmm. Like, we, um... Like, we, we talk about how gay youth today don't have... Feel very isolated and feel, feel very alone, and... Fortunately, we didn't feel that way. We didn't have those feelings. And we can, we can certainly relate as a, you know, in the community or someone growing up from, for, in a small town, how hard it is. Mm-hmm. But we would just, on Friday nights and Saturday nights, we would hang out and listen to Madonna, Madonna and Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, <laughs> yes. all the 80s ladies. And, like, that was, that was our gay club. You know, mm-hmm. that was our savior a little bit. Yeah. And we always, we, we all, and everyone that I tell that to is, every gay, every gay person that I tell that to is always like, you know, you're so lucky to have that. Yeah. Because it's very rare. Especially now, I think with all the different little technologies mm-hmm. we have, it's getting even more lonely think, and more isolated. Yeah. Yeah. I think, because you don't have, I think maybe physical spaces are taking a back seat now. True. And it's just yeah. just all on your com- computer, right. you know. Right. Even say internet dating and whatnot. Right, right, right. Like they're saying, like Grinder is taking the place of the gay club. Mm. Yeah, I can, I I can see that. Yeah, I can see. I'm that like happening. picking my nose. <laughs> I'm talking to you. The worst. <laughs> I've seen you in your underwear though, and like in shows. So I feel like you could pick your nose, and I'd be like, oh, well, whatever. You know? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of that though, no, I my maybe first exposure to like gay women was probably that boyfriend that I dated throughout high school. His older sister was bi. Okay. And she's what it was and is bi. She actually loved guys a lot, but she loved women just as much. Didn't date them as much just because I guess in Hamilton Catholic high school, you're not meeting tons of gay women to date. Uh, But she was the coolest. Right. She had like a shaved head. Yeah. She had piercings. Yeah. Like at one point she had photocopied her like pierced nipples and at the time it, like I don't know what web page might have been MySpace okay. or like something. Or okay. maybe oh no, it was even like she created her own web page. Right. Just a personal web yeah. page. That used to be a thing. It did. I had yeah. one. Did I? I don't think I did. I loved web design. Yeah. I actually almost uh, went into web design. Oh, no. Yeah, I designed websites for two, for my boyfriend's, two of my boyfriend's bands okay. throughout high school. Okay. Actually, and then another friend's band. Okay. Like, so I was actually thinking of pursuing oh, it at a time. Cool. And I remember she had a picture of her. She, like, like, selfies weren't a thing at the time, and digital cameras weren't a thing. Right. So you couldn't really take nude pictures of yourself no. without taking it to the developer to get like oh right right i guess so it wasn't you couldn't do that super easily oh no you know <laughs> so what she did was she squeezed her tits onto a photocopier like her pierced nipple right. tits right and photocopied her own boobs oh right <laughs> it on her sure. website. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yes. <laughs> and I remember at one point she dated a guy that had dated 
a girl that she had dated. Okay. Like, they had a mutual girlfriend in common. Right. And I was like, that's the coolest! <laughs> oh my god. I loved her, actually. And she she became a tattoo artist. She's so cool. She's a real artist oh, as cool. well. She's now a tattoo artist, and she's got, like... She does... It has that cool dykey haircut with the one shaved right. side. But yes. she's got a crazy tattoo on oh. that side of oh. her head. Right. So you can grow it out and not see it. Or yeah. if you or shave you it shave right it. down, you yes. can see this, like, I think it's like a gun shooting a rose. Oh, it's really awesome. hardcore and amazing. <laughs> I think I still have a crush on her, even now, <laughs> thinking so- back. Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. hey, girl. hey girl, hey girl, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so you came out as bi yeah. to your friends yeah. and to your mom, did you say? To my, Was you, to did, my... Was your dad there? Yeah, yeah. In the, my mom and in the car? My dad. No, my dad like had a separate conversation with me in the okay, car. Okay. Because I was like, don't tell dad. But, right, you know, right. But of course she did. Well, yeah. Um, because how could you not? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I had a separate conversation with my father, which was, and it was a little rocky for a couple of, for like a year and a half. Like yeah. they weren't, yeah, they were just kind of trying to maneuver, you know, through the waters of, of Just understand of it, figure it out. Figuring it out. And, um, and you know, I, because I was an angsty teenager, Sort of, I had like a well, you know, you have to accept me for me, no matter right. What. Little like, rebellious, but yeah. I, I got, I got, I got over that pretty quickly, and <laughs> and now, like, I, I don't know, my relationship with my father is, I think, stronger than ever, just nice. because I'm, you know, I'm now, I'm, I'm more myself, you know, and he yeah, can, and like he wrote me. He got, like, a spark of inspiration one evening, and he, like, wrote a letter about all of his kids, and he, like, sent it to us through email. I know. And oh. he, um, on the line, on, one, on my line, it was, like, son number one, which is me, taught me that different is beautiful. And oh, wow. I was like, yes! All right, that's it. That's, like, that's, that's awesome. Yes. So, yeah. So at yeah. that time, when you were, when you had come out as bi, so what did your parents have to adjust to? Were you dressing differently? Did you have boys over? Yeah, like, did I, you... so I, like, yeah, like, I, I, I started to wear, I started to buy jeans. I remember this. I started to buy <laughs> jeans that were a lot tighter. Yeah, So yeah. I started to buy, like, women's jeans. Yeah. And girls' jeans. And yeah. my mom was just like, you wear boys' clothes, you don't wear girls' clothes. And I remember <laughs> that I had, like, I bought this, these, like, white Bell bottom pants yes. from like Le Chateau. Yes! Oh my god, my first stylish clothing was all from Le Chateau. Yeah. Me and my cousin Laura, oh my god, we thought we were the shit, like in grade seven, yeah. wearing Le Chateau stuff. So yeah. I went to Oshawa and I'm like, I'm gonna buy these white bell bottom pants. Oh and I brought them home and I knew, like, I knew they would have a problem with it. So I, um, I, I, I wore my sensible, um, you know, old navy jeans out of the house. Uh, went to go to work, and then as soon as I you was changed. at work, I changed into my bell bottoms, <laughs> and I changed, and I was, and I was teaching at a theater school, so I was, you cool. know, like, it's okay, you know, I, I can be, like, artistic and wear whatever I want here, but then I remember that day when I was having lunch, when I was sitting on the grass in my white bell bottoms, <laughs> my mom decided to pay me a visit, <gasps> and she was like, honey, um, you forgot this at home, you forgot these your keys at home, and I'm like, hi mom, and I'm like in these... <laughs> These crazy pants. <laughs> Downtown Coburg. Where like, where, like, everyone sort of wears, you know, the Canadian tuxedo, right? Yeah. So, um, I think it definitely threw her for a loop. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I used to wear, like, I used to, um, I used to wear a lot of those kind of clothes. Um, so, <laughs> Le, Chateau. Pants, Le Chateau. I used to, like, wear a lot of, like, bracelets, jelly bracelets. I don't know. I was, I think I was trying to express myself. Yeah. In a... In a, in a fashion way. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at what, you know, artists and actors and actresses and that I Who admired. are you looking at? Do you well, remember? I don't know. I was probably like looking at Madonna being like, yeah. mm, she wears a lot of jelly like bracelets. So I would go to Claire's and buy like tons. My, you know? <laughs> Just... And my dad was like, do you really need more jelly bracelets? Yeah, I do. Yes, dad. I, yes, dad, I do. Now give me so, another $20, yeah. please. For my jelly bracelets. For my jelly bracelets. Um... So, All your allowance at that time was just going specifically yeah, like I, to I, jelly I babysat after school, <laughs> and I sat on the couch while I babysat, and I watched Sally Jose Raphael, and yes. that, that money went for Madonna CDs <laughs> and jelly bracelets. 
Did you and that friend you were talking about, did you guys kind of shop and... Well, no, I was... No, I... Uh, he wasn't very... He wasn't around at that time? Well, he was. He's been in my life, you know, forever. For, since I was, like, five years old. So, like... But he would always be like, yeah, those look great. You yeah, know, he'd like, encourage you, eh? Yeah, buy those. You know, because I, I was, you know, I was just experimenting. And sure. I was being bold and... <laughs> A young rebellious teenager who wore bell bottoms in Coburg, and um, in the in the two thousands, uh, and I yeah. So he would always encourage me and be mm. like, yeah, th- yeah, those look great, you know. He was not out though. No, he wasn't. No, so so maybe yeah. vicariously living through you. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Try those on. Yeah, and um, it's funny because like we we wouldn't ever talk about being gay like mm-hmm. before I came before I. I was, I told him that I was bi, but I remember a time when we used to watch Queer as Folk, or yeah. we used to, like, s- like secretly watch Queer as Folk. Yeah. And I remember one day in high school, I was like, so, do, do, you, do you watch this show called Queer as Folk? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I was, and I, we watched it because it was, like, you know, hot guys, right? Yeah, well, and it's one of the only gay... Right things right. that was on in media yeah. at that time because I mean, a lot of right. gay men like gay people around our age same thing that was yeah. the one exposure to it yes and i'd never seen anything like it before like yeah. i was like what is this club you know what are these people and i was i was obsessed with it but we always like we never talked like about like the guys we always said like yeah it's pretty good right there's a lot of like good characters and like good storylines and you know good character arcs and you know, close. And, like, that's it. But, like, we, we knew. Like, we kind of knew that we were watching it for the same thing. But we Yeah, didn't... just to get a glimpse into, like, yes. gay culture, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then, so what happened between then and coming out as gay or realizing you were gay? Well, I think in... So, it was in grade 11 that I came out <laughs> as bi. And then that kind of lasted for, like, a couple of months. And I was like, Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> you know... Been thinking again, you know, and um, so then I was like fully out, and like a lot of people were like, finally, right? Like, why they were you waiting know, for God, it? It just took you such a long time, yeah. Um, which is a blessing, I think, from like for me, like to to have come out that way. Did you have anyone react negatively? No, I mean, no, I uh, I didn't have anyone react. That's great. I know it's it. it it's our generation's lucky. yeah uh, uh, blessing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my parents were, um, took some time to come around, but I, again, I said before that just had them, they just needed time to come to terms with it. And my mom was worried. Like she was worried about, about, cause you know, she was like, well, what we know, I don't want you to get, I don't, I don't want you to fall into the, to the wrong crowd. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to, mm-hmm. you know, she was worried about my safety because she knew what a, what a prejudice world it could be you know? oh i see okay and okay i mean i guess i guess we still see that right oh we yeah still see that homos- homophobia right. is alive and well right um, um so i mean at the time i was like i'll be fine mom you yeah, know but yeah. now when i look at what's going on in well most recently orlando yeah um i can totally see her point yeah yeah, even my mom, just not even about being gay or bi or anything, just moving to Toronto. She was right. like, I'm so worried. I know. Because <laughs> there's like just, you know, there's know. there's violence. Right. There's violence everywhere. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm a woman, you yeah. know, like I work night shift yes. and I have to get from my work to home yeah. at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even, but even now, like, like my mom, after the, or, after the Orlando shooting happened, Mm-hmm. She called, like, she she texted me and she was like, I'm so sad, you know, I'm so, are you, are you okay? Do you feel safe? How are you feeling? And it's funny because I had, my my mom texted me, my my dad texted me, and my grandparents called me on the phone. Interesting. And, you know, my, my mom, my grandmother is a Hungarian woman and she was like, so what do you think about the Orlando shooting? Like, really? she was, she was, you know, she was, it, she was thinking about me when she heard it. When I she think, heard it. Which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. No words for that, really. No words. Yeah. No. So, um, so yeah, and then, and then, and then in high school, I, in about grade 11, I came out as fully gay. (laughs) Full out gay. Watch out. (laughs) Look out world. Yeah, so. That's a great place to take a break, I think. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for the second half of this story. And more with Jeff Schisler.
Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't seen it yet, please check out erinserotica.com, my personal blog where you'll find over a hundred erotic teasers. However, if you're into something a little more in-depth, follow the link to my Amazon author page where you'll find about a dozen publications over multiple platforms, including Tonight She's Yours, Cuckold Fantasies, edited by Rose Carraway, which is available in ebook format as well as an audiobook. You could also check out another new publication of mine called Going Down. It's a House of Erotica collection available in the ebook format. Or lastly, you could check out The New Urge Reader 2, erotic fiction by new women writers, edited by Norman Conquest, a book available in print. Take a look at all these and more at erinserotica.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're back with Jeffrey Schisler. Hey. Hey ho. Ho hey. Hey ho. Yas. Oh, no. Hi. Hi. Can we talk about RuPaul's dragways? Dragways. Dragways. RuPaul's dragways. Let's talk about RuPaul's dragways. <laughs> we saw the live show. We did the bots tour, which is best yeah. of the seasons tour. Yes, we did. If anyone doesn't even know what this show is, it's it's a. Then just stop listening right now. Then just yeah. Don't, why why are you? Don't stop listening. <laughs> Please don't. Um, it's like a reality show with drag queens, much like America's Next Top Model. I feel yes. like yes, yeah. slash Project Runway. Yes, a little bit. Yes, well, yeah, because they have to sometimes make their make their outfit. They all yeah. they always have to make their yeah. outfits. So we went yes. to a live show at Danforth Music Hall. That's right. Oh. And it was amazing. It was great, right? Yeah, yeah it was great. Who was your favorite from that night? Oh, I think Violet Chachki. Me too. Yeah, she, was, she really surprised yeah, me. She really surprised me. Like, she was the winner um, of season, season seven. Yes. Seven? Yeah. So. And to me, I didn't really see why she won until I saw her perform live. Right. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Because she had that hot, hot burlesque number. Yes, that she pretty much took off everything. And that would have been impressive if it was a woman doing it. Yes, yeah. Like, really impressive to see a woman doing that same number. So you can imagine how much more impressive it is to see a drag queen doing that number. Right. Like, just breathtaking. And then, like, she did, like, a fetish number. Like, her single. Yeah, but it was very, like, she kind of started out as dressed as, like, a 50s. Oh, yeah. was kind of. wife-ish. And Mm -hmm. then she kind of got all dirty and. Yeah. There was a hot video that went along with it and I'm trying to think of the name of that Betty the name of it is Betty Betty. yes Daddy Needs a Wank Betty Needs a Spank wow 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 you have a great memory I well I've seen the video (laughs) okay I I I actually am a real drag race connoisseur yes I know actually Matt tells me that um I watch a lot of YouTube channels Uh of drag queens have you seen um uh RuPaul, riding cars with RuPaul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's yeah. good ones. Yeah. Yeah, like, I watch Alyssa's Secret. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Alaska's Berlaska. Yeah. yeah. I watch that. I also just watch a lot of live performances. Yeah. Like, for the new, this season that just finished. Mm-hmm. Um, they're touring, like, I feel like they're touring at Prides they right are, now. Well, I guess Dundas West, uh, or Dundas uh, Square, is having, like, is trying to break the Guinness world record for the longest drag queen show is pride. I don't know. Look at your pride. <laughs> um, and, um, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're having all of these like drag performances, but it's supposed to go on for like, I think maybe like 24 hours. That's the coolest. Maybe 48 hours. <laughs> maybe 72. Maybe 72. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, they're trying to like break the record. Yes. Um, and it's, and it's, I don't know. I think it would be great. We have also, did you know that we have the oldest, performing drag queen living in Toronto. No. Michelle Dubarry. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. We do. We do. Um, and there's um, a new... Oh, I really haven't talked to you about this. All, All Stars 2 has been... It, it has. Uh, yeah. Released. Yeah. Not released. Has been... The cast has been announced. The cast has been announced. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Do yeah. you have a top three? Just um, from... Uh... Well, I don't know. I Is Alaska part of the cast? Yes. Yeah. So Alaska I love. Mm-hmm. Um... I quite enjoy Adora Delano. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be top three material. Okay. But. Um, and is Ginger Minch part of that? Mm-hmm. I kind of like she, Ginger Minch too. She's great. Yeah. Uh, I was watching, as as I do, I was watching on YouTube uh, some of the DragCon footage, uh-huh. and she hosted uh, most mm-hmm. of it. Most of it, really. She's a right. great host. Yeah. And she's great. Like, right. a really round performer. She right. can sing, she can dance. She's right. got a really cute look. She's like a blonde stage, good yeah. actress. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine, 
I'd love Alyssa to be mm-hmm. in top three, but I don't think she will be. Okay. I don't think she has the skills. She's amazing yes. doing her own thing. Yeah. But I don't think she has all the skills necessary to win that show. Okay. Like, I don't... She probably still can't. So... Is that what... Is that what... That a, was... A thing in her season? And I don't think she can really paint her face really well. Okay. Like, herself right. painting it. Right. She looks amazing right. on Alyssa's Secret right, and right, right, doing right. other gigs right. and stuff, but she's got... Just because she got people working for her. She had Vivi for a long time. The Vivian, the failed drag queen. Oh, I don't know this. Yeah, no. she well, she was on Vivian, the show. The no, failed Vivian drag... Panay. Okay, okay. All right. She was on the show. Oh, okay. And I think she was the first time that RuPaul eliminated two queens at once. Oh. It was her and 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 Honey Mahogany. Okay. I think. Oh, you know a lot of drag. Queens. I know, right? Okay, let's stop talking about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's fun. I'm very impressed. You're like the encyclopedia. <laughs> I really do love it. Um, also, uh, Raj and Raven, I watch a lot. Fashion okay. Photo Review. Okay. And they critique drag queens' okay. uh, looks. All right. I just love the looks, I think. Cool. And I think because one thing I'm just crazy about makeup. Like, Because yeah. I can't do it myself, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm so fascinated and in awe of drag makeup. Because they... It's a complete oh, illusion. It's, it's you, such an art. Yeah. You, know? you really can change the shape yeah. of your features of your whole fucking face right. with makeup. It is just right. blows my mind. Yeah. Well, Devin did, um, Devin's my boyfriend. He yeah. did, um, all my makeup for Hedwig. Yeah. Uh, he was, and he kind of, he created my look actually for the show. Right. And I, if he wasn't there, I couldn't have done it without him. Yeah. And the stuff that he was able to do and come up with was it, it, in, in, incredible. Like I, I, I felt beautiful. Yeah. And, and it is really like, I don't know, it is really an art, an art form. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't do it myself. So. Yeah. No, I can't either. And I feel like a lot of drag queens can't do it themselves. Like they have other people. Really? Paint usually. I feel like that is a requirement. Yeah. 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 You gotta do it yourself. You gotta paint yourself. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like it should be for sure. I think it. I don't know. I think some. I, I mean, I would assume that the Toronto drag queens all do their all own do makeup. it themselves. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Are yeah. you excited for any? Do you know Toronto drag queens? I don't really. Yeah. Um, Are you, you excited? Don't? Not really. Oh well. Now that you live closer to the village, I, I will. I will know. Great. <laughs> um, I will the, this weekend. Next weekend, I will for sure. Yeah. I. Pride. I don't. Well, I. I really like. Um. I really. I really love Daytona Bitch. Daytona yes. Bitch. Okay. Well, I know her because I, I went, to school, we went to school with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love. I. I don't know. I just think she's so funny, and I really like. Um. Safonda. Safonda's been mm-hmm. doing some excellent. Like she did a Spice Girls number. I don't know if you saw that, but she put. She got four other sort of um, inflatable dolls and dressed them up as Spice Girls. I've and seen she, that. Yeah. That's epic. It was brilliant, That's right? That's brilliant. And uh, Safonda performs with Donorama on a, um, a show on t- Tuesdays at Statler's, I think, mm-hmm. called See You Next Tuesday. And it's really funny. and it's great. And it, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there are tons of drag shows happening all over the city for Pride. Yeah. And not just just on Pride, um, throughout. All year all round. All year round. Yeah. Um, it's all year. Drag. All year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> all at the right, social all capital, the every yeah, third right. Friday I, of the month that's right. at Bedpost. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I think you can always catch a really good drag show sure. here in, in the city. What do you love about drag? About being in drag? Um, well, I, I like, I don't know. I f- you feel, uh, you feel, if you, you feel empowered a little bit. Yeah. Like when you put on the heels and you're standing taller than everyone else and yeah because guys wearing heels yeah, guys they it makes you yeah, pushes I'm, you up over six yeah. like five i'm like i'm six i'm six feet yeah and so with I, huge heels with huge heels i am a beast yeah um, so uh, i don't know I, I feel i feel great when i'm in drag yeah i kind of also hate it yeah like, Why? it's a what? lot of work yes yes it's a lot of work i get that and um uh, but I feel empowered. I feel beautiful, and it's it's just it's just fun. Like yeah. it's it's fun to do. Yeah, and you're an actor, so it's right. It's like yeah. becoming a character. Well, yeah, like, becoming any character. When, I, when doing Hedwig, it was a little bit different because it was you know I was you know I was acting, but I don't know if I could do it like every Monday night or every Tuesday night mm. like in a bar. I don't. Mm. That it's a lot of work. Yeah, and I commend the the queens who do it. Like how long start to finish getting ready. 
Say for Hedwig. Well, we would. It's funny because we had to because we we were staying at my parents' house in Coburg when we were doing when I when we were when we were doing the show mm-hmm. and we drove up to Peterborough every night mm-hmm. and Devin would do my eyes before because that took just the, the longest. longest. So I would drive in on full, the highway with like full, full like lashes. glittery eyes and I would like look at people, you know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I remember I like picked my mom up from work like in like full eye makeup, full eyes, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh wow, that's a look." And, um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I think it, like, we started, like, maybe at, the show was at 8, we started maybe at, like, 5, yeah. no, like, 6 o'clock, yeah, yeah. you know, doing it all. Yeah. It took, like, yeah. two hours to kind of get it all. Well, I know even just doing, like, my hair, and I'm not doing much makeup at all, but, like, for a bed post, mm-hmm. I glam it up. Like, I'll get some victory yeah. rolls going yeah, 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 and stuff yeah. like that. Not anymore, because I chop my hair. That's but right. <laughs> But I did a cute, well, I did a cute little look where I curled my whole head. Okay. Um, I was so upset I actually didn't get a video. Uh, I know. Yeah, there were there were some issues where we had to cut the intermission. Oh. Because okay. uh, it was running a little long, and we had there was a show after. Oh, okay. So I had to. My whole costume change was on the break, supposed to be on the break. Okay. So I had to fucking rush, 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 rush to get all done up, right. and then I forgot. I neglected to. Okay. Uh, set up the camera. Unfortunately, oh, no. I know. I always love to have a video. I, know. I, I love know. it. I'm, I'm probably going to do the same dance again. Not like the very next show, but like in a few shows, I'll probably do the same dance again just so I can get a video of it because right. I'm really proud yeah. of it. And I had a really cute look. I like curled my whole head. So it was kind of like Lucille Ball, you know, short and curly, like oh, kind of permy looking. And cool. then and then like big pearls, did like a pearl thing. Right. And I made this outfit uh, with... Um, like just black uh, fringe, like yeah. so down the front of the bra, black fringe, and yeah. then I kind of had it draped on the hips fringe, so it's kind of like belly dancer type. Cute. Yeah, and I made the whole thing. Of course you did. And then I didn't document it at all. <laughs> Tear. <laughs> bed post fail. <laughs> Total bed post fail. Oh no. Well, you're just gonna have to do it again. I'll do it again. Yeah. I will because you know we always we get different guests coming right. every month anyway. Right. So, you know, there might well, be one or two people in the audience right. that saw it the first time. And we didn't film our two ladies dance, right? And yes. we had an opportunity to do, to do it again. We did because we did a meetup group uh, and I did like a best of show. That's right. Yeah. So we chose that number Greatest specifically right. because we didn't we did, have a video right. of it. Is that why? Yes. Oh, okay. It's so important to me yeah. to have a video. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> Documentation is important. It is right? for me. Like, yeah. I don't know, especially stuff that. I don't know, theater is so fleeting, you know? And, yeah. like, I just... You work so hard on it, right. and then it's gone. Right. right? So, well, now at we least get a video. At least get yes. a video. <laughs> now that we have these platforms like Facebook and YouTube where mm-hmm. we can put videos up and, you know, reminisce or see old shows. Or, yeah. Like, or as a... Uh, to promote. Yes, like, to As promote. a tool to... Yeah. yeah to show people right. what the show's about and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Do you have any upcoming ideas for Three Tits at Bedpost? Um, no. Oh, I have, I want to do, no, just flat, just flat no. Um, I want to do sweet, uh, I want to do, uh, transvestite. Oh, yes. From Rocky Oh, and we thought of doing, um, we thought about doing touch, touch, touch me. Oh, yeah, if I can sing it. I'm sure you can I feel like it's too high. We can lower the key. That too, yeah, that's a better idea. We have the technology to lower the key. (laughs) Totally. Uh, but I thought it would be really, but yeah, let's do sweet transvestite. Yes. For, like, the Halloween show, I feel sure. like that might be appropriate. Yeah. October show. That was my first time in drag, actually. Really? I did a production of the Rocky Horror Show when I was 18, and I played <laughs> Frankenfurter, and, um... Damn! Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, that was, like, my first time being in drag that young, and being, like, on, in a pair of heels, and feeling, like, empowered and beautiful, and, you know... I felt like a rock star. Yeah, yeah. And that role, oh man. Oh, it's so good. So good. So great. So you were out at that time? Yes, I was out. Yeah, so you were just feeling your, you're in your full gay potential. I was in my full gay potential. (laughs) (laughs) You're living up to all of it. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember my mom, my, like, my, I was like worried. I wasn't really worried, but I was like, mom, dad, when are you going to come see the show? And they were like, well, we're going to, you know, we're, we'll, we'll find a time. Right. And they wouldn't tell me. And then opening night, I like whipped off my cape and I was like in my full like corset and teddy. And I see my parents like huddled in the corner. You did, you know? eh? And I was like, 
oh my god, you know, but it was, it was great. They, they, they loved it and everyone loved it and it was, it was quite a time. So yes, I would love to revisit Sweet Transvestites. Yes! Great! <laughs> yeah. That's the best. Um, going back to Pride, since this is our Pride episode. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Are you going to take part in some festivities? Yeah. This um, Devin and I usually like walk around, like walk around, um, I like, well, I kind of want to see that drag show if it's happening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to celebrate with, you know, some friends. On some the house parties. Day. I'm going to go to, go to the actual parade. Um, yeah. 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 I, I just like walking around. Me too. Because there, there are people that are, that dress up and drag queens that dress up and I People find, are half naked. Yeah. Just living. Yeah, just like kind living of. Living the dream. Yeah, fulfilling like the just, fantasy. Just walking around and. Drinking and looking. Yeah, yeah, and there are great, great outdoor performances. Yeah. Like, as you're walking around, there are so many outdoor stages. Yeah. Doing drag, doing whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and I apparently, I think last year, the Gay and Lesbian Archives of Toronto did a, like, a tour, like a walking tour of oh, hey, that would be cool places in, like, the village that have some sort of historic significance. Cool. Um, in this city's, you know, gay history. And I think... I don't know. I would like if that's if something's going on like that this year. I would really like to. Uh, that's cool. That's kind of the different out. side of gay yeah. pride, like a, yeah. a you know a more grounded kind of yeah. a experience, yeah. gay pride experience. Yeah, yeah. Because I walk by the archives walking to work. Yeah. Because uh, we're both in the area, right. live in the area now. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was there. I was yeah. like, I would love to go in there, and check yeah. stuff out. Well, I'm, I mean, um, Keelan. Yeah. who you had on your first bed post. Yes, number one. That's right, number, number one, one episode. Uh, he, I think he volunteered for a while for the Gay and Lesbian Archives, and he kind of told me that there were these like walking tours. So, if, and I'm sure that they would, they would have them this year. So, and and I, and for World Pride, there was a lot of photo exhibits around Toronto. That, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I want to check those out as well if there are this year because yeah. I quite like those. Yeah, Keelan yeah. is our most listened to episode. Really, always. Right. Matt right. McCready overtook him just for like a few days, and then Keelan yeah. was back on top. Oh, well, it is a it is a funny episode. <laughs> it is a cute episode. <laughs> I want to have him back for like the fiftieth episode, yeah. like you know, <laughs> one in fifty. Like cool, yeah. And he, well, he's performing on the next show too. He's, oh, okay, he's been away for a while, right. so he's finally going to be back. Telling and other... I don't know. Um, right. His idea was like way back. Uh, when he f- finished his first story and it was so successful, it was about a one night stand in right. New York and just yeah. so funny yeah. and so well written right. and just the delivery just so dry. Oh, I like, love it. It's so great. Loved it. Um, so right after he did that, he had this idea to do like a 19th century erotica story where he actually like got in a powdered wig and like it was scored like like oh he God. had some like you know violin type music <laughs> ambient music happening in the background. Oh, I hope he does it. So, <laughs> in my head, I still hope and hope, think it might be that. Yeah. But he might also just tell a story from right. when he was away right. or, or whatever. We can't wait. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, do you have any pride stories? Pride stories. F- our favorite pride moments or? I don't. I I really like watching the parade and yeah. I it is a it, it it's a. It's a lot of fun. It's very colorful. And I think, like, two years ago, I watched it with, with Devin, and we, you know, because it was World Pride two years ago, mm-hmm. and I think that was, like, one of my favorite Pride moments, is just watching the parade with, like, holding his hand and, you know, feeling so included and a part of a community. And, and so yeah. celebrated. And so celebrated, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a cool yeah. parade moment where um, I had to work that day, and the parade started, like right when I had to work, mm-hmm. like, like there was, I could catch maybe five minutes of it before I had to be like in my building at right. work. And my friend was in the parade on a float. Okay. He was dancing on a float. Cool. Um, and I wanted to see it so bad. And I was like, I don't think I'm, I won't be able to, right. like, I, I'm going to watch it for like the two seconds that I can watch it for, but the, I can't, I probably, you know, I won't see you basically. Right. And I did see him oh. and he saw me. Oh, good. <laughs> and we just like, it was so awesome. Wow. <laughs> and That's I was just great. like, yeah. I just like screamed when I saw him. Just like, I couldn't believe I actually yeah. saw him. Yeah. He was like right at the beginning there. Yeah. And like, he totally saw me right. and he was just like, woo, just dancing his little, his little G string. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it was like a Durex, uh, 
float oh, really? or something. Really? Yeah, something. I don't know. A Durex float. Okay, or cool. Trojan. No, oh, it was Trojan. Because okay. he had like a, yeah, he had a some okay. sort of yeah. Trojan headpiece, I feel yeah. like, or something. Yeah, like the, 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 oh, what are they? A Trojan horse. Yeah, the Trojan horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Those floats are always pretty good. Like, there's always some pretty beautiful people on those floats. Truly, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of them. Yeah. Cool. He was one of them. Nice. Yeah. He does, um, He's an, a friend of mine. We used to actually share a bedroom in college. Oh, really? A bedroom. A bedroom. We shore a bedroom. We shore a bedroom. Nice. <laughs> Our two beds were there, and we had a little curtain, and la-di-da. Um, wow. And that's, that's, that's budget right there. That's yeah. budget. That's college. That's, that's college. college. <laughs> and he went on to... We're in music theater, so he went on to play Tarzan... Uh, on Disney Cruises. Oh, cool. Forever. Like, I think he's in his eighth year of playing Tarzan on really? Disney Cruises. Wow. He does aerial work. Okay, Like, cool. he's, so he does yes. all this crazy rope work, uh, and it's just crazy <laughs> cool. Right. I think I know who this is. Yeah, <laughs> now you do? Yeah. He's the most ripped. Yes. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he can get up those ropes just cool. so easy. I've seen a bunch of videos. I haven't been able right. to go on a cruise right, and right, see right. him or anything, but... The videos is nice. just like so impressive. Yeah. I'm like, wow, crazy. Uh, I also sing for the Eastminster United Church on the Danforth. Right. Um, and and the men's. No, no, no. It's a. It's just a. It's a, just a church choir. It's just straight up so choir. It's filled okay. with like men and women. Because there are a lot of gay uh, choirs out there. I think so. Right? I don't know if there's a if there's a Toronto gay men's. Oh no, there is. There is totally a Toronto gay men's course. Yeah, I thought um, there was. But this is a. Just straight up choir. This is a straight up choir. Yeah. And last year we did an arrangement of "Born This Way." Um, by Lady Gaga, which yes. uh, is great, and so I think that was one of my pride, like favorite pride moments is doing is singing a arrangement of "Born This Way" with the church choir. Did you do that, um, like just kind of at your church for pride, or did you do that somewhere? No, in no, the no. Pride we just did it. We know. We know. We just did it for um, just for just pride. for pride, like the Pride Week, the Sunday of Pride of Pride Week. Was it we good? Yeah. Like, like, are there young people in this choir? Like, um, what's yeah, the age range? Yeah, there? Some, well, the age range is probably like, like I don't know, uh, mid twenties to. To like sixty, you know. I think yeah, our, I think our oldest member is in maybe his seventies. So we have a we have a, a, a broad range of ages, <laughs> but um, but it was great. Like it, it was a wonderful arrangement, and it was great singing that song. And were there solos? Did you get a solo? No, there wasn't. There, there wasn't a solo, unfortunately. <laughs> I did not have a solo. But um, yeah, so no. Actually. Awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about dating for a little bit. Dating, okay. Do you, are you on Grinder? Have you been on? I'm not on Grinder, no. but I have been on Grinder. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Is that so? It's a it's a it's a platform where guys can just message back and forth and um, see if you know you have you have a profile, you have photos. Uh-huh. You have is a, it a thing where you see the picture and you swipe? And no, you're no, like, no, 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 no. This is just like you're given like a like a distance, like how far are you from this person, and then you get okay. like a, a a series of photos of of men that are. Uh, <laughs> No. That sounds like fun. Yeah, like five kilometers away, one kilometer away, seconds away, and, um, yeah, so... Is that weird, though, to know where they are? Um, it is. It is when it's, like, it's like you know, like... Are you, like, looking like around, like, where second, are you? Half a second away, and you're like, why are you in my bedroom? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, and then you, like, look on the profile, and, like, they give you, like, their age, what they're, you know, what they're into, what they're looking for with the photo, and so, yeah. And, and then you, you can, can message, message them. Yeah. You don't have to wait for the, a match or no, something? No, no, you don't have to Some... wait for a match. You just, you just message if you want. You just straight up message? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe there is a match component, but I don't think... And, like, I, I, I don't know. I've never used the match component, if there is one. If there so, is one. Yeah. So you just get messages. Yeah. So what kind of messages? Well, it's, I, like, hey, you know... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of hi. There's, hey, there's, like, stats, you know, like... Um, oh, oh, hey, my dick know, is... Hey, yeah. and, uh, and then there's one that are just, like, they, like give you a line right off the bat. Like, I remember when I was on a date with my boyfriend at the time, I got one when I was in the washroom that was like, <laughs> are your feet smelly and sweaty after a long, hard day at work? And like, how do you respond to that? How do you, <laughs> like, what do you say? Yes? If they are, if they are call me. Is that a good thing? You He's know? He's got his feet fetish. Yeah. A smelly I guess, feet a fetish. A smelly foot fetish. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, that's so. and I think I showed Devin too. I was like, "Look what I just got!" You know. <laughs> so at the very least, it's a source of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you had any like equally bad dates? Um, talking about bad messages. Well, I remember like I was talking to a guy for a, for a while, and then 
we hung out and um, we were making out and he burped in my face. <laughs> but like, I was like, did you just burp in my face? And he was like, no, I didn't. Like, he totally, <laughs> like, he totally denied it. And I was like, you totally burped in my face. <laughs> and then afterwards, like, I had one of those moments where he left, I shut the door, and I, like, sunk into the floor. And I, like, grabbed my phone, and I was like, oh, my God. And I texted a friend. Like, it was a, a big, like, movie a movie moment where I, you know, I kicked him out. And I was like, get out. And then I didn't kick him out. But I wanted to. It felt like I was going to kick him out. But after he left, I was like, oh, God. How much longer did he stay? Oh, he, like, stayed for, like, another, like, ten minutes. And I was like, well, this has been fun. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I I better go. (laughs) (laughs) Call me. Sure. He's got to burp on somebody else's face. Yeah. that's so gross. He's got other people to burp on. He's got to be places. (laughs) Yeah, so. But he totally denied it. (laughs) So saying, well, I'm so sorry. Yes, I did. He was like, no, I didn't. Yeah. And having a laugh. That could have been a funny yeah, moment yeah, to, like, have a laugh, laugh yeah, you know, but, together. You know, no. Yeah. Gross. No. Gross. Grody. <laughs> Grody. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I'm from the early 90s. That's right. Did you have a, um, how did you meet Devin? Devin and, on I, an app or? Devin and I are a grinder success story. Oh, grinder success story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the poster ad for it, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we met, we met on Grinder and, yeah. um... So you checked yeah. out, who checked out whose profile, well, who I messaged like, who? I was like, hey, you know, um, I like, you know, I like laugh, you know, I like to make people laugh. And my Devin messaged me. He's like, well, I like people that make me laugh. And <laughs> so it's like me and Matt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, I still make him laugh. Uh, so, yeah, and then we went out to, we went out to Snakes and Lattes. Oh, um, nice. First know, date. What games do you play? Dream Phone. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so weird because the guy was like, we... We had no idea how to play it. And, like, this dude comes up and he's like, Hey, guys, welcome to Snakes and Lattes. You're playing Dream Phone. And then we show you how to play it. And it was, like, he totally showed us. And it was so sweet. And then, um... And then we went, Dream Phone! So how do you play Dream Phone? Because I remember that being a game, like, I saw commercials when I yeah. was young. Like, wanting that game. Right. Well, your crush is a secret. Yeah. And you have to, like... <laughs> piece the clues together by process of elimination. Yeah. So, like, and then, and every once in a while in the game, they'll call you, and, and it's like, your crush is not wearing jeans, or <laughs> your crush is not at the mall, and, you know, yeah, so... So you have to find the crush? Find, find them. Find them. <laughs> you have to stalk, stalk and hunt them down. Yeah, that's how, that's how you play it. I think that's how you play it. It's been a while. But, yeah, so, yeah. Well, Jeff, are you uh, doing any performances coming up? You'll be uh, at bedpost yeah, sometime. Yeah, I'll be at bedpost, but yeah. nothing. But 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 no, no, no summer performances. Summer performances, so. taking the summer off. Taking the summer you? off. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna spend some time on my balcony and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, bedpost will be, you know look for me at bedpost. Look so. for you at the next <laughs> bedpost. Amazing, yes. Jeff. Thanks so much. Thank you, thank you for having me. Oh my god, my pleasure. <laughs> this has been our Pride episode. This has been Jeff Schisler. Hey, thanks. And Aaron Pym. If you want to know more about the bedpost podcast or the bedpost state show please go to facebook.com slash bedpost erotica if you want to check out my personal webpage that's that's aaron's erotica.com where there are about a hundred teasers and if you want something more in depth follow the link to my amazon author page lastly the fantastic music we were talking about at the beginning and end of the show is provided by stephanie copeland and that's all original music produced and written by her and you can check out her stuff at stephaniecopelandmusic.com Thanks, Queen. Yes. Yes. <laughs>